We've had it just about all on the opening weekend of the NFL playoffs wildcard weekend. It uh, continues today. It's Buffalo versus Pittsburgh. That one's just about done. And then this afternoon, it's Tampa Bay versus the Philadelphia Eagles. We've had drought-breaking wins, upset losses, snow. The only constant is plenty of cutaways of uh, Taylor Swift. As Ben Graham joins us, uh, Benny, it's been a wildcard weekend with just about everything so far. No, oh, it certainly has, Jules. Let's stick with the football. Uh, you're right. It's, uh, well, we normally see a lot of one-score games in the playoffs, but the first three we saw two on Sunday were were blowouts. And then, of course, the Packers upset win over the Cowboys. Lots of question marks in Dallas, which I'm sure will run through. But then we got a great game yesterday afternoon with the Rams and the Lions. The Lions getting their first playoff win in over 30 years, 24 23, Matt Stafford returning to Detroit. So Detroit Lions snap a nine-game playoff losing streak. So the fans in Detroit are pumped. But, yes, the Buffalo Bills after that game, which was postponed due to the weather, they got away to a great start. The Steelers had a marginal comeback of sorts, but Josh Allen has been absolutely terrific. Three touchdowns through the air to three different receivers. Ran one in himself. Haven't turned the ball over. They did miss a couple of field goals, which uh, which is going to be critical next week when they host the Kansas City Chiefs, which is going to be awesome in the divisional round. And the other game in the AFC that we know that's already set is the Houston Texans after they blew away the Cleveland Browns, travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Yeah, the two games yesterday, the stories left, right and centre. I just want to ask you about two incidents late in that game with the Lions and the Rams. On the final drive as the Rams tried to stay in the game. Should have there been a flag for a hold? And a couple of minutes before that, we saw a nasty knee injury where it was helmet on knee. And in the rules of the game, that was legal. Should that be legal, that sort of incident? Well, it depends on the circumstances. But no, it it shouldn't be when you're going low like that, especially when you're leading with your helmet. I mean, unfortunately, injuries are a huge part of the NFL, as we know. That call at the end of the Lions-Rams game, take your pick. Uh, most games, that will be flagged on one of three penalties on that play to keep the drive alive for the Rams. But the Rams were so classy. Matt Stafford was unbelievable the way he spoke yeah. after the game, turning to Detroit. The coaches and players know that the referees are just a part of the game. You have to accept there's been controversial somewhat this season. Jules, you don't want them to have an impact on the playoffs, but I think the Rams, um, they had a great end of the season, won six of their last seven. They deserve to make the playoffs. I think the Lions, though, were the better team uh, on the day, uh, and they live to fight another day, and they will host another playoff game against the winner of the game later today between the Buccaneers and the Eagles. Amazing, isn't it? 1991 last playoff win. They were hosting their first playoff game for 30 years. It's some sort of drought that was broken. The other game was probably the big story, the fact that the Packers destroyed Dallas at home. Got one off the 40-wing temper here from Mark in Vermont. Can you ask, Ben, if now Dallas and Dak Prescott have been proven to be completely overrated? And off off the back of that, what's the fallout for the Cowboys here, given it continued a, a very poor playoff record in... Well, almost two decades, over two decades now. Well, and it's amazing because they have the best regular season record over the last three years. They've won 36 games, the most of any NFL team. 
team and it's very difficult to pinpoint what it will take to get a great performance in a playoff game. They, Mike McCarthy was on the hot seat if they didn't have an extraordinary good season, which they've had. They've won their division. But when you think about their record at home, 16-0, and they faced the seventh seed Packers and previously to yesterday, the, the seventh seed has never won a playoff game. And the Cowboys were absolutely rolling. Dak Prescott, 4,500 yards, 36 touchdowns, leads the NFL. But it was not just the offense that couldn't get it going. It was the defense. They allowed the Green Bay Packers to walk all over them. Jordan Love had an extraordinary game as a rookie in his first playoff game. They went through a four-game losing streak midseason. Everyone wrote the Packers off. He's calling for Matt LaFleur's job. Jordan Love's not the answer for the future of this franchise. They win the last three games, they get into the playoffs, and he pulls off a near-perfect performance in his first playoff game. It was unbelievable. Aaron Jones grew up in Dallas idolising Emmett Smith, runs for over 100 yards and three touchdowns. They couldn't do a thing wrong. Cowboys couldn't do a thing right. What does that mean for the Cowboys moving forward? I think because Jerry Jones is a unique owner, he's the owner, he's president, CEO, GM, <laughs> the expectations, the pressure on that, team to perform in playoffs. It's been such a long drought, 29 years since they've made an NFC Championship game. And Matt LaFleur said it coming into the game. The pressure is all on Dallas. It's not on us. They are a young team that is can pretty much talk to Dallas to say the pressure is on you. You haven't lost at home for two years. We, you know, they're going to ask questions about your playoffs history and and we saw it play out so I know Mike McCarthy would be an easy uh, decision for most people but unless you're going to get an upgrade at coach then and and maybe Bill Belichick is the answer I'm not sure Um, that remains to be seen given what transpired in New England but I mean I would stick with Mike McCarthy given he's got the runs on the board during the regular season it's just they haven't been able to execute on uh, during the playoffs. Yeah, so 16 straight home games going into that match. They've now only won five of their last 18 playoff games, dating way back to 1996. So what does it all mean for the Packers, uh, Ben? We're talking the NFL playoff, the wildcard weekend with Ben Graham. Now it's, it's tough on paper against the 49ers. Uh, how much of a show do you give them in that match? Well, based on their performance, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys defense will rank top five, and 49ers are too. But what they were able to do in that game, the way Jordan Love was able to be able to make the adjustments at the line of scrimmage, his poise and execution through the air was... I mean, it, it looked like a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady kind of performance. Now, they will travel to the 49ers who have rested their players in Week 18, so they haven't played for quite some time, and we've seen some other teams do that. Cost the Browns. Who knows what is going to happen with the Ravens. Um, Didn't cost the Chiefs, though. So uh, Christian McCaffrey's got a calf. Niggle, Brock Purdy, we know, uh, was injured during last year's playoff run. It's going to be a tough ask. I think the NFC has been owned by the 49ers this year. Um, But what we love to see, these young emerging teams like the Packers, is a changing of the guard. We saw it with the first game of the playoffs with the Houston Texans. Now, if you've got to watch the highlights of that game, D.J. Stroud, like Jordan Love, but D.J. Stroud should be getting an MVP vote. 
He was unbelievable. Yep. He had a near perfect game as well. It was a different looking outfit to the one that got beaten by the Browns a month ago. But the, like like the Packers and the and the Texans, they will go into their divisional playoff game as underdogs. But they, they've got nothing to lose. Um, they're both great stories, maybe a little before their time. I still think the Ravens and 49ers will get the job done, but it certainly does pose a couple of great matchups. And what about the last match uh, today, Ben? Uh, got to be a bit of pressure on the Eagles, doesn't there? Good season last year, failed at the business end, and they're not going in in great nick this time either. Well, yeah, and we lauded the front office of the Eagles in the off-season after they lost the Super Bowl, what they needed. They upgraded through the draft. They traded well, but it's all fallen apart after being 10-1. and one. They've lost five of their last six games, and to some teams that haven't made the playoffs either, like the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Giants, but it's how they're playing. And now they've got A.J. Brown on the sidelines. They need to turn it around on both sides of the ball. We've seen some great offensive line play throughout the playoffs so far. Jordan Malata and the offensive line of the Eagles must protect Jalen Hurts so that they can get some momentum on offense. The Buccaneers, they're a bit of a different story. They've been up and down all year. They only clinched the division in week 18. I I, I guess, like the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago, Jules, they've been testing our trust and patience, the Eagles, but I'm trusting that they're going to turn it around on the big stage. Uh, They need to improve on defense. I'd much rather see a Philadelphia Eagles-Detroit Lions matchup in the... Uh, divisional round rather than the Buccaneers. And that's no slide on the Buccaneers. They've done well since the Tom Brady Super Bowl. Baker Mayfield, fourth team, is a bit of an enigma. We're either going to see the very best of him and they win or the very worst of him and they won't get the job done. But I'm going to just stick with the Eagles. I know there's a lot of Eagles fans in Australia. Uh, So take the afternoon off. Listen to (laughs) on the app with John Donahue. We'll be covering the game. Uh, it should be it should be a good game though to close out what has been a fantastic Super Wildcard weekend. Ben, it's been amazing, amazing week uh, with the story with Bill Belichick as well. Uh, never fails to deliver amazing storylines. The NFL. Thanks for your time and uh, look forward to chatting again soon. Good on you, Jules. Enjoy the game. He'll be on Sports Day today later as well. Benny Graham with Cam Luke and Bryce McGain for a full wrap-up of all the action, particularly from that final wildcard match between the Buccaneers and the Eagles. Speaking of uh, get your hands, Melbourne Mavericks are here. They're in the building, actually, today. I've seen them. The girls getting ready for their first season in the Suncorp Super Netball season. So if you want a Mavs membership, just head to melbournemavericks.com. Let's get our final breakaway. Sam Hargraves, he's pacing around. He's ready to go. He's got some big names coming up on afternoons. And then it's into the big key forwards, big Cam Mooney had a fair crack at the Bombers yesterday. Strong stuff from Big Moons. uh, Joshie Jenkins and Cam Mooney. Then Sports Day with Cam Luke and Bryce McGain. And you can choose between the tennis at the Australian Open or the Big Bash tonight. Big game. Scorchers v. Sixers. The winner will finish second. This is mornings for Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV event sale is on right now.